Jim Neidhart Hasbro and make a custom Chris Jericho. Yeah, we. Well, it's a fatter one. Let's go Earthquake. Or Typhoon. Who's this fucker trying to text me? Neidhart can be short-haired, and then uh, Earthquake could be long-haired. Neidhart, if you want to put you, you put a little gold dust wig on it. He's got the uh, goatee of uh, the debuting Chris Jericho. Yeah. Yeah. He's got. You gotta kind of fool around with his. Can I still do that? Oh, obviously I can do it. It's longer than the last time I did it. I'm not going to do it that I won't fit in my car. Yeah. This is the largest size automobile I could afford. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Today, as we're recording this, is 22 years since he debutted in the WWE or WWF at the time. Today? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. August 9th. 1999. So. Well, look at him now. Yeah, his wife fucking was at the insurrection, and they're a bunch of fucking Trump idiots, and I'm sure he's not vaccinated. I mean, he's probably got a car, he's probably got a heart condition now, because it's called diabetes. The, uh, Tracy, Tracy, I'm not sure how to say this. (laughs) Diabetes? (laughs) Diabetes? Oh, well, that's it. Well, now we know what we're dealing with. (laughs) Your Tracy Morgan impression is just good enough to let you know what we're talking about. Diabetes? <laughs> well, just that word. <laughs> Diabetes? Nope, not good. I don't have one. <laughs> I I found out that uh, two Irish coffee John does impressions, and then I started talking as Batman. <laughs> But like the Dark Knight bat, I think it's the Dark Knight. What's the one where he talks like this? I'm not wearing hockey pads. Yeah. I started talking like this, except it was funny. Yeah. I don't know anything. I've never seen this movie. You sound, you kind of sound like old Roddy Piper, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, the the maniac was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my boys, my boys. <laughs> what was he? Was he calling over like a $6 citation or something like that? Yeah, it was like a $15 <laughs> parking ticket or something like that. Also, he has a trunk full of... No, it was a copay. What <laughs> 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 the copay. <laughs> he had to have like got it, right? Oh, Especially 100%. if he did the second... 100% he, he was in. like the, He was... Very smart to what they were up to. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I always like. I'm never sure what um when wrestlers or maybe not wrestlers, but like when like sort. I guess Roddy Piper's not a normal person, so he probably doesn't qualify. But like when someone from a different realm ends ends up somewhere really weird. Yeah. Like, do they know exactly what's going on? Like when Carl Winslow or Reginald Vell Johnson did that thing with Tim Eric and Zach Galifianakis, like. Did he really know what he was doing? <laughs> well, I feel like certain people are of that like sort of caliber when they can sort of like ease their way in, no problem. Like John Cena's like that; he can he can do hilarious shit. Yeah, no but like so maybe I I get it. I know that he gets it now, but he's a good example. Like, did he get it at first? John I'm, Cena. I'm sure he did. Also, I was texting you about this yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Completely unrelated. <laughs> Completely unrelated. <laughs> Is the only person left in WWE from the original Southpaw Regional Wrestling. Yeah. I mean, like, maybe the ref is. I don't know. Or maybe, like, the, uh, 
I forget who else, but maybe like some of the bit players are still there. But like anyone who is like a wrestler cast member, not there anymore, except for Cena. Except for Cena, and he's only there part time. Yeah, and and season two, you only get a handful of them too. You have Vu and Do, you have Malibu Al, and you have Dry Dry Rub Doug. Who's Dry Rub Doug? I don't remember Dry Rollins. Oh, oh, and Ziggler's in it too. Oh yeah, he was, uh, and and Miz. As yeah. Adam Doong. <laughs> Mr. Doong. <laughs> I need to rewatch. You know it's probably been long enough for South Power to be fucking hilarious again. And N- Natty was in there too as Debbie Desperado. Oh, so season two was so. You need two. What do you mean you only got one? <laughs> I don't. Maybe I, I just do not remember season two of <laughs> South Power. See, season two had, had its. It's not as good, but it had its moments. I remember like. I remember AJ Styles being real creepy. Malibu Al, yeah. Yeah, like, he was much better being sleazy than I thought he would be. But I guess you hang around Gallows and Anderson long enough. <laughs> you sour boy. <laughs> I haven't watched that in a couple weeks. Uh, this week was pretty long. <laughs> about half an hour. You also were uh, Rick Farrell at the beginning. Was Sir, Sir Father of Dangle? <laughs> <laughs> uh they pretended like Ric Flair was in the robe, and it was really Carl oh, because he's released. Yeah, yeah. They're like, we knew it. We were, we knew we knew the dark sheets were right about this one. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, Carl, I thought you were Nate. And then he took a sip of his beer and he becomes Sour Boy. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, the pandemic has done positively is it gave us Gallows and Anderson back. Yeah. Uh. The whole uh, dangly daddy thing that he's doing is just too good. Even Sour Boy's pretty good. Sa- Sour Boy. And, and, and also, like, <laughs> che- cheating Chad, too. <laughs> I'd love to cheat. Fuck, let's, let's go cheat. <laughs> we need to cheat in all aspects of our life. <laughs> uh, yeah, too good. That being I, said, I've kept up very little with wrestling in the last. Um, I've watched less only because uh, Impact is no longer on Twitch or they don't do their their Impact Wrestling Weekly shows on there anymore so I, I gave them 99 cents on YouTube so I could watch it just watch it on and demand. watch wrestling yeah. it's free it's 99 cents on YouTube and I don't get any viruses viruses I tried to do that on my Xbox and it was just like it wouldn't it refused it was like it takes a little right. massaging. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't want to deal with any of that. It's stuff. hard to do on a, maybe maybe a dollar on the Xbox. If you're going to definitely keep up with this show, it's worth a dollar a week, I guess. There, it's, it's a quarter donation a month or every 28 days. Every four episodes, I give them a quarter. Oh, so it's a, it's a dollar for the month? Yes. So every episode's a quarter. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I should be paying this dollar. You know, I haven't gotten paid in it's, almost two months, it's, but it's not great, but it's good enough to where I could give them a quarter every week and feel fine about it. Like I, I don't have cable anymore. I don't have any like, I don't have really. cable anymore. I, I pay $5 for Peacock and that's it. That's the only service. That's the I only streaming service I pay for as well. Yeah. Especially the only one I use. So like, uh, I'll, I'll just use that pretty much movies and stuff like i have like access to other stuff like um i think netflix is included with my internet or something like that through verizon either way i i, I get that for free uh, extra trading x listener 
has a hulu through her spotify i think is what it is yeah maybe it's through her phone i don't know and we have her sister's oh no well she has hulu through something she has but her brother-in-law and her sister let us use their disney plus accounts for the muppets and the simpsons the hulu has the hbo hooked up or the other premium channels that are on it and netflix we have somehow but i don't watch any of that shit I mean, like, I use Netflix when they have, like, new Godzilla sh- shit coming up, and they they did a lot of that the past couple of years. Um, but other than that, like, I really don't use Netflix too much. I'll put on Forensic Files when I'm going to sleep, just because I love hearing forensic stories. Forensic Files? Like forensic. Chandler, Joey? No, Forensic Chandler files. and Joey are solving crimes. Speaking of which, America needs the Friends reunion from the cast of Night Court. <laughs> <laughs> It was weird. I watched that episode of 30 Rock last night, which, by the way, is back on Netflix, so I, I've been watching that ad-free. Um, I watched that episode, and then I read that the girl from Night Court was dead that day. She, like, died. I was oh, like, really? Oh, that's a weird coincidence. So I think uh, the bailiff Mac, he died, like, this year or last year, and I know Harry Anderson died a few years ago. So I'm like, everyone from Night Court in this episode is dead now. And Bull wants, like, nothing to do with Night Court, I think. Uh, yeah, what's his name? Uh... And they're, you know, they're, they're also rebooting Night Court. Did you know that? Well, the, yeah. I mean, Tracy, Tracy uh, Jordan's playing the role of Mac. They're, in real life, they are. No, I know. Yeah. I mean, I it's all, know. It's all, um... It's I, almost said, I almost said John LaJoy. Um, John Larroquette. John Larroquette, that's that guy's name, yeah. Is the, is the, is the guy it's based off of. Yeah, well, he's the only one still alive <laughs> from the show. Well, I guess Jenna Maroney's still alive. She she was the uh, werewolf lawyer. It's almost a full moon. Bad- <laughs> Tracy's like, we'll cut that. <laughs> Been bad week for deaths. Yeah, a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, beautiful Bobby. Beautiful Sir Robert of Eaton. Sir Robert of Eaton. That was probably my favorite of his gimmicks, just because that was probably the first thing I saw him as. Yeah, it was uh, definitely the first thing I saw him as. And, and it's funnier now, actually. Going back and watching it all now, it's fucking gold. Like, I was, I watched a Regal, and he just had Taylor at this point, but um, it was Regal and Taylor, uh, and it was just Regal, actually. Taylor was the second. And uh, against Mikey Whiprack on a Nitro. And like a fan, like off the guardrail, and like of course, it's anarchy right there. It was just <laughs> such a scuffle. But Regal, like, n- bless him, because he he was just making Mikey Whipwreck look like a million dollar shoot wrestler. Like he made him look so good. And Regal obviously won because like you can't have Mikey Whipwreck go over Stephen Regal in this type of match. No, but um, what Mikey Whipwreck's matches were pretty decent. In WCW. No, he, he's he's fine. I'm just saying Regal's like upper echelon of like believable no, wrestler. Yeah, and, and, and so he made him. It made him look really good. Or he can make you look real bad. Even when he makes you look bad, you still look good. I I, I say that Goldberg match is really good. I, I enjoy the, watching one it. of the best Goldberg matches. Yeah, and it's not because Regal's sh- like shit canning him or anything <laughs> like that. It's because like nobody up to that point, I think, had the balls to really like make Goldberg step up. It's kind of like when you hear about stories about working with Austin, how he makes you fucking earn it against him. 
Like, you have to fire up and you have to start laying it in and take control of the match if you want to come back against Austin. And he'll fucking go along with it. They'll sell for you. But, like, he won't just do it. He won't call it big for show you. Give, give yeah, the, that's what I'm specifically the big, I'm calling Giving the big show eight stunners at a house show. That a boy would fire up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, well, eight just because that was fucking awesome. The crowd loved it. <laughs> Kick out. <laughs> I would love to see that. Uh, the only time I really think I remember seeing Austin at a house show, it was like him, Rock, Undertaker, Kane, and maybe one other person, like Jericho or something, against all the heels they were fighting at WrestleMania 17. So it was like uh, Triple H, Kurt Angle, uh, Chris Benoit, it was like a it was a real it was like Hulk Hogan's rock and wrestling it was episode. Two thousand one who's who like in the <laughs> W like early two thousand one, not late two thousand one. But it was like a who's who of like like the first screen of uh No Mercy, like all those people were in the ring pretty much. <laughs> Speaking of which, someone put that through uh um Unreal Engine and made like a really nice looking mod of it. They took out fucking Benoit pussies fucking pussies <laughs> they also swapped out the wwf logos for wwe why i know it was just kind of like but they, they also had budweiser cans in there so i'm like you have no problem using like properties you have definitely don't have uh permission to use but like you're taking out like certain things i was just like just leave the game intact they're, they're, tr- they're trying to get hired Ugh. by the fed well they, they were actually using 2k stuff too like the kurt angle face i could definitely tell was ripped off from 2k because he has a very weird looking face like his cheeks are huge so every, every time you see it you're like okay that's the 2k kurt angle because <laughs> it doesn't it just doesn't look right you know is there a new uh 2k game coming out this year this year in october supposedly i've not seen any info on it and i don't know who's going to be in it because they pretty much ha- can't have nxt guys in it they can maybe have like five or ten yeah it's gonna be all legends yeah, probably make the game better. They let go some. Oh yeah, since the last time, have they let Friday, go? Friday night, they let go of twelve people. Anyone of note? Bobby Fish was the big one. Bronson Reed, the other one. Uh, you might not know him. He was uh, North American. He was the big Chubbo. Yeah, he was. Uh, oh, he was one. He was one uh, release session away from being a dancing dinosaur. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Um, but Bobby Fish kind of surprised me, but he's older and they're probably like, eh, you're, you're injury prone and older and Cal O'Reilly's our guy. So you're the Genetti of this team. <laughs> Sent him packing too bad, but he'll, I mean, he can get work wherever. He, yeah. He won't struggle. Uh, everyone else probably will because no one else was really of note. So Chances of them landing contracts somewhere is pretty low, unless it's like Ring of Honor or New Japan World. Well, who? So, do they bring new people in? Well, they haven't really. I mean, like the past two years of uh, releases, it's like fifty, a hundred people. You know, they haven't replaced anybody really, like, unless you count like bringing back uh, Eva Vega. Marie and Zelina Vega. Well, Zelina Vega was on the first round of releases, so she came back, but. Like, they brought back Eva Marie, and that's the only other, like, real notable person that they've brought in. I can't think of a single person that they've, like, signed new off the street. 
off the top of my head anyway. Also, I don't watch the product, so maybe I'm. Yeah, I guess I I haven't watched I haven't watched WWE programming that isn't a pay per view in like since before the pandemic. The last piece of WWE TV that I watched was Bobby Lashley winning the WWE title on that Raw, and I only watched the last hour. So it started off. The first thing I saw was Miz running away from the match and getting counted out, and then later in the hour. He, they forced a match, and Bobby Lashley won in like two minutes. And See, I was like, "Fucking right, you fucking right, he did." This is good booking. The only goddamn and then thing I they watch it again. Seems like the only goddamn thing they've done right is Lashley. Bobby Lashley. Yeah, but yeah. it looks like they're doing Big E and, right too. And, and they fucked him up too because they they disbanded the Hurt business. Yeah, but they still they let him have MVP. Yeah, but you know the Hurt business was working. It's true. So really, I don't agree with that decision at all. I think. Uh, they should have, because I mean, like everyone in the heart business was good. There was no stinker in there. It's true. Um, and it was it was helping. It wasn't really helping Bobby Lashley any, but it was helping elevate. Uh, what's his face? The younger kid, there. Cedric Alexander. Yes, yeah. And like you put you paired him with Shelton Benjamin. It's like immediate, like, uh, like WWE equivalent of street cred. Like you know. Didn't work for Chad Gable. Kind of didn't. You know, he, he was already a pretty good wrestler, though. I mean... Shorty G? That was fucking despicable. Are they still doing that? I don't think so. I think he's part of a tag team with Otis now. Otis, who's a hair coward and a beard coward. It's a coward. Yeah. Cowardly heel now. Cowardly heel. You know, God forbid that they... Chicken shit heel. God forbid, God forbid they let that over baby face fucking stay over. Oh, yeah. Like, anything that gets over in WWE, they have to fucking kill. Yeah. I guess there's been some rumor made the rounds that everyone who's like an upper management at WWE is just talking events like, oh, CM Punk sucks. He won't draw for AEW. Like, don't worry about him. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys are fucking stupid, aren't you? <laughs> It'll definitely be at least a huge jar right off the bat. Am I? He, the idea of CM Punk pretty much sold out the United Center. WWE doesn't run the United Center. They run the Rosemont Arena or whatever it is. Like, they don't run the fucking big place in Chicago. They, the last time they ran it, I think, was fucking uh, SummerSlam 94. So where did they do the um, money the- in the bank? That's Rosemont Horizon. Okay. I don't know what it's called now. It could be a different name. If CM Punk was there now, you think they could sell it out? WWE? Yeah. Uh, the United Center, probably. They'd probably run the Rosemont, though, because it's cheaper. They're weird like that. They they love running like cheaper arenas. Like they have contracts the with the Worcester arenas. Centrum. Like instead the, the, of the garden, dude, they run the garden, but like, it's just weird how like in cities with like multiple big ten thousand seat arenas, they always go with like the cheapest, shittiest one. You know, it's just, and they don't run like B towns anymore for TV. Like, they canceled a SmackDown somewhere, didn't they? Yeah, like they just run fucking Cleveland, Chicago, fucking Boston. New York, Long Island, 
any like they they don't really run TV shows too often from like shitty places like like WCW used to run like the shitty fucking towns on TV like no problem and do it Sturgis. all the time like well Sturgis was their pay per view but I'm but like Fargo North Dakota you know like places like that uh, just fucking taking all of Vince's scraps. Like shitty venues in like Mississippi and Alabama. Alabama man. <laughs> um other is there any other wrestling stuff? Um of note. We didn't talk about like the other deaths. Yeah, no, I was just because I other deaths I can think of aren't wrestling related, so um well there was uh Nick Patrick's dad. What was his fucking name? Uh Nick Patrick's dad? Yeah, he was the the promoter guy who trained like Nash and Cardona. Fucking what's his name? Uh, oh, Rip Rogers? No, <laughs> no. That's new. Nick Patrick's dad was a trainer. Yeah, so he got in. Nick Patrick used to be a wrestler. I actually did know that. And uh, his I... dad was. Uh... Give me a second. I'll find it. Okay. Like, let's both do it. Because nothing is better on a podcast than two dudes looking up something. And Patrick WCW and his parents Jody, Jody Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so. Where is Nick Patrick now? He's recently begun to reopen <laughs> Deep South Wrestling. I, uh. I had to take everything I had in me, not to say the Tourette's guy line. Dan would have fucking loved it, but I'm glad I didn't say it. A little bit of maturity. <laughs> he looks so much like fucking Kenny Powers. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's why I want that fucking HBO TV show to be fucking him as Dick Patrick being the fucking heel referee for the NWO. Isn't there a show called Heels now? I'm uh yeah I heard about that I was like I had no idea what you're talking about at first but then I was like oh yeah I haven't I haven't watched it but I haven't watched it either but I mean you can't incorporate a heel referee. Well, I'm saying like you gotta make like a um what's the show that he's in now? Uh, Righteous Gemstones. Yeah, you gotta make like a Righteous Gemstones show about WCW. <laughs> And make him the star, the referee, the shitty fucking heel referee, and all these fucking enormous fucking wrestlers partying, doing drugs and stuff. And, and all the boys like, are mad that he's getting so much TV time. <laughs> Dude. He's sleeping with Mark Curtis's wife. <laughs> <laughs> you can make a... Well, who, who, let's cast that. If Oh, what's his fucking name? Uh, Un- Uncle Baby Billy. Uncle Baby Billy? I, f- I always forget his real name. I don't know his real name. He's Uncle Baby Billy as far as I'm concerned. Uncle Baby Billy is Little Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> and you, 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 this didn't happen at the same time, but like NWO ref Nick Patrick, Will Mitch, and then you have like... You can fudge it. You, you have another referee in there. Um, fucking, oh my God. Walton Goggins? Walton Goggins, yes. <laughs> <laughs> hell of a name. <laughs> the only thing I know him from is Uncle Baby Billy. 
Oh, he was in uh, Major League Three. He was oh, kid. you're right. He's, yeah, he was downtown. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> you probably told me that on this podcast and I forgot. Yeah. Um, he was, yeah. See, he was a pull hitter. He was a pull hitter, and you needed to hit opposite field yeah, before they could bring him up to the show. Yeah. <laughs> but he learned. He got there. He eventually got there. You know, is at the expense of fucking Jefferson Darcy. Yes. And Scott Bakula was his uh, his coach. <laughs> I think he was a player coach at that point. Fucking jackass. <laughs> Hell of a cast in that movie. <laughs> Hell of a cast in Major League 3, Back to the Minors. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, they couldn't get anyone from two. And I mean, like, two could barely get any, everyone from one. Two was pretty much everyone but Wesley Snipes, wasn't it? Yeah. But, I mean, they couldn't, they couldn't get Wesley Snipes. No, he was too busy avoiding his taxes. <laughs> he was making movies with Sean Connery at the time. No, he was doing, at that point, it was probably like Passenger 57. Yeah, it was, I was going to say, when, does, when did Blade start, but... Oh, that was late 90s, like 98, 97, between 97 and 99 was Blade, the first one. The second one was 02, and the third one was 04. Third one was uh, not that great. I couldn't tell you anything that happened in any of them. First Blade movie is good. What do you think it is? As good as Major League 3? I could tell you what happened in it. (laughs) The first first Blade is really good. The second Blade is really good. The third Blade is, nah. Not as good? Take it or leave it. Yeah, it's just, it's better than Alien 3, I'll tell you that much. Am I the only one that thinks that Blade is pretty much Black Masachono? He he is, and he's yeah. badass, but, yeah. I mean, he does, they, the, the last fight in Blade 2, there's definitely wrestling moves going on, and then in Blade 3, you have Triple H. Who's Triple doing, H is in Blade 3? Yeah, he does, he, he has a pet uh, Pomeranian who's like a vampire. When did this come out? 2004. Okay. He's, he's like clean shaven Triple H at this point. So he, they filmed it the year this before. is the Reign of Terror Triple H? Yes. And he found time to be in a movie. Yes. And it didn't take off like the Scorpion King? <laughs> well, he didn't really have a major role. He was more like if uh, he was like the bad guys, the main bad guy had like this group of underlings and he was like the henchman for like the main underling. Okay. So he wasn't like a, a main part of the movie at all. Who had a better film career, Triple H or Steve Austin? Steve Austin. Okay. Um, What's the deciding I, factor in that? It, I would say if Triple H never made a WWE movie, I would say Triple H just because, uh, you know, Austin was in The Longest Yard, which he has a pretty regrettable role in that nowadays. There's <laughs> a, he's a pretty quotable line in that one. <laughs> I mean, just ask Excalibur about it. <laughs> what did he, he he said word for word what what Austin's main line uh, was in that movie? Excalibur said it uh, at a wrestling show in like the two thousands. <laughs> he was off. He was off dynamite for a few weeks last year over it. He just he was just like, I'm not going to show up for a little while. Let let this thing die down. Wow. Yeah. S- smart. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, it was it was Joey Ryan's is like no, what you gotta <laughs> do is <laughs> sue the internet. <laughs> oh man, someone put up a, a Joey Ryan shoot interview that showed up in my uh, my recommendeds because I was watching the kayfabe commentaries bullshit. Every once in a while, I like to go back to that. Yeah, my problem is that there's really not as many of them as you think there are. 
but th- no, there's a lot of them. They just not up on the internet. Yeah. So someone put up the Joey Ryan stuff, and I was like, ooh, I'm not watching those. There's too many calories in this one. Yeah. It's like an onion flavor. Uh, fuck. Fuck. Tabernacle. <laughs> Tabernacle, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be one of the stupid things that I remember. <laughs> um, Dynamite this past week wasn't that great. Oh, it was it was a fine episode, but it just wasn't as good as previous weeks. So it was like, oh, it wasn't that great. Was this it, was, the, uh, it was still better than anything WWE Was this the done. Malachi Black versus Cody? Or yes. was that the week before? Yes, and Malachi Black was Brock Lesnar, and Cody was John Cena. And it was SummerSlam. Well, Cody just did not mind doing that. Uh, he, he ate a... Uh, decisive loss and then took his boots off to say he was retired and malachi black hit him in the back with a crutch and then that was the end of the show so so cody might have retired but god fucking cody <laughs> of course he retired it's just so like he talks about how he doesn't want to be in the world title picture because like he saw what happened with dusty in that role and he's just like ah, i don't want to do it um but then he just literally does every other thing that his daddy did. Right. But, but it, it's like so like self-aggrandizing, like everything he does, like he has to look like the sympathetic baby face. Correct. And I feel like it's starting to wear thin a little. It has wore thin. Here's the problem, which is why it's always going to be like this with Cody and me. So you're kind of getting to where I've been with Cody for pretty much his entire, the existence of AEW. Okay. It's like... It's always more that, but then he's going to do something that makes you forget about that. Or, like, that only happens because he's like that. I don't know. Like, I think he's worked as a babyface well. He, he's done good promos, and that's been a strong suit. Uh, he's rarely on TV, and when he is, he's in, like, these very, like, self-fulfilling roles. Yes. You know what I mean? And so I think that's where it kind of, like, all right, you know, like... If you're going to do this, like... You have to look at it as its own thing. Put someone over who hasn't been over yet, you know? Like, like Malachi Black's already over, so, you, like, losing him doesn't do a thing. But, like, if he's going to do this, like, he should be putting over, like, like, Sammy Guevara. Like, they should have another thing, and, and he puts Sammy over, because he's getting over as a babyface now. Like, I don't know. He seems to be beating the younger guys and then winning against the stab, uh, beating the younger guys and then losing against established guys. That's sort of his like mo. Like, and then he gets his win back. Oh, he'll get. Oh yeah, he's got a gimmick match. At least one gimmick match to have with Malachi Black. Malachi Black. <laughs> the the dark versus the light wasn't gimmick enough for you. No, I was like, is Michael Hayes booking this? Because like this is like right up his alley. Oh, he might be like fucking... Malachi Black's The Undertaker and Cody's HBK. Fuck. <laughs> doot, doot, doot. <laughs> Do it for Dewey. <laughs> what? <laughs> when Michael Hayes was in Southpaw, he was, uh, oh. Dewey, I forget his last name, but Dewey something. Dewey Sticks? No, that was Nikki Lee Sticks. Nikki Lee Sticks. <laughs> You're right, it was. <laughs> um, I forget his last name, but they just, because he was missing, and they're, like, doing the show, Do It For Dewey, and then he showed up at the end. 
Do it for Dewey. Oh, um, there's too many. Sh- there's too much shit that isn't. Southpaw Dewey is what, we, yeah. what you want to Google. Southpaw. <laughs> Goddamn, I'm googling Southpaw again. Dewey, Dewey Jackson. I guess. Yeah, Dewey Jackson. <laughs> the, the names in, in Southpaw are, are always really good. Like Voo and Do. Dewey Jackson was was fucking Michael Hayes. Yeah, that's what yeah. I said. Yeah. yeah. Duh. Doot, doot, doot. Carlos Cabrera, is he released? I have no idea. That's La Barbara Grande's presenter. Yes, I knew that. I, I, the only thing I, I wasn't sure of was where oh, the Adam Pierce is a janitor in it, and he's still employed. I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's so, and I think he's from season one. I could be wrong. John Cone, the referee, Chip Henderson. Yeah, I don't know if he was still there or not, though. Yeah. Yep. 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 Like the the wrestlers, I was pretty, I was I knew all those. I Even Dan sure Bandana's gone. God Danny damn. Bandana. Damn. He he was also uh, Rene Beret. <laughs> I love all these things. <laughs> I need to watch season two again. I haven't watched it. In a Maybe very long I watched time. season one so many times that I just didn't do the same thing for season two because it was Anchorman two kind of like it was never going to live up to it and I couldn't. Um. What's his face? The dude who had to retire for his neck from uh, American Alpha. Jason uh, Jordan? Yeah, he was in that. I think he was like Pork Chop Jones. Pork Chop Jones? <laughs> uh, Pork Chop Jones. Like the names are so good. Mickey Lee sticks with three X's? Yes. That's almost as good as sticks as it in you. Yeah, I don't know who their new bass player is, though. Um, Michael Anthony. He'd be oh my god! He should he should join Steel Panther. Speaking what, of what, what if what if um what if uh what's his face from Steel Panther joins Megadeth in character? I'd probably want to go see them again. <laughs> I haven't seen them in like over a decade at this point. I, I, the band I've seen more than any other band, but I haven't seen them in over a decade. Yeah, I think the last major concert I even went to was fucking, uh, like Ozfest, like the last one that happened with what's Motley the, Crew. What's the last like concert concert I went to? That's a good question. Weird Al. Possibly. Like, may- like maybe like the shows at the Palladium. Do you count those? I mean, I count them all. Okay. Um, that I guess would be those, like Fit for an Autopsy. Um, I went to a show at Sammy's Baby. Um, <laughs> but, a- but before we get to there, uh, you, you mentioned Michael Anthony, and while we're on the topic of Van Halen bass players, uh, Wolfgang was talking shit about musicians who use backing tracks. And I'm just like, he's like, oh, it's such a cop-out. And I'm just like, well, both of my performing acts use backing tracks, so I'll just take this as a, a chance to re, re, rebound that and just say, you know, I think using your dad and uncle's name to fucking get opportunities that nobody else is getting, I think that's a little bit of a cop-out. You fucking nepotistic piece of shit. Wait, you think that that's the only reason he's opening for Guns N' Roses is because 
he's the son of. If his name were Chris Casares, his band would not be opening for Guns N' Roses right now. He probably wouldn't have a band. He'd probably have to join a Nitro Party type of thing. And so here, so if he weren't Wolfgang fucking Van Halen, he would be in a band with back. So here, so pretty much, I'm gonna lay out the challenge now. If if Wolfgang Van Halen has any integrity, he will accept our invitation to join Nitro Party. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll go. I'll, I'll play fucking second guitar. I'll headfield it and just hold it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'd have to Bruce Dickinson it. Only play the clean parts. <laughs> Yeah, I can Bruce. I can. Yeah, I'm just as good at this as Bruce Dickinson. You're better than Bruce. Not at singing. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not at guitar either. Definitely at guitar. Possibly at fencing. No. Definitely not good at commercial air flight. No. Um, No. You you definitely have better uh, uh, political inclinations than he does. Does Bruce Dickinson love fucking? What does he love? I don't. He he was a big Brexit guy. Of course he was. Um, and that's like a nationalistic dummy kind of attitude. And, uh, then he was like, oh, this is going to hurt international touring. Uh, the government should do stuff about this then. And so then he's like talking about how Brexit's a bad idea because of that. I was like, you fucking idiot. Like you get on these fucking, like someone just convinced you with like one catchy line from their pitch. And now you're just a bobo who just eats up every word they say and you didn't realize how bad it was going to affect you because you don't know these type of things but you're still talking about it anyway like it's going to be good and you don't really know you're just fucking flying off the seat of your pants i'm just like fuck you you fucking bonehead still love the fucking 80s albums though meanwhile rob halford's just fucking like sucking dicks at fucking 90 years old yeah rob halford singing in the same key rob halford's just sucking dicks at his private life but like posting pictures of cats and Still being Rob Halford. Yeah. So. Doesn't try to sing Painkiller because he can't, but he doesn't try. I, I think I saw them play it live. I've watched videos of them playing Painkiller and it's not good. Maybe that's what it was. Obviously, he can't do like the 1990 Rob Halford stuff, but it was still close no, enough. No, can nobody. I started a bullet. Yeah, I can't do it right now. The, that death cover might be the best death song. The cover of Painkiller. I know what you're talking about. I'm trying to think. Eh. Faster than a bullet. Yeah, I don't like the vocals at all. They, I, I don't. It's the only death song where I like the vocals. I don't like the vocals in Death. I don't really like Death. I think they're good. Gorb set not Gorb obsessed. Yeah, Death. The Death album. Gore obsessed. <laughs> Scream bloody gore. God, I'm, this is a new character I'm working on. It's a guy who thinks that every seminal death metal album is by Death. <laughs> well, my favorite death album. Oh, Pierce for one of them. I was just about to fucking say that. Well, I think my favorite death album is probably Destroy the Opposition. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like the early <laughs> death stuff. I like like A through C, but then all the after D and everything else is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I literally couldn't tell you the name of any of those Morbid Angel albums. Uh, you don't know the name Domination? I, I don't know. I told you I don't listen to anything after C. <laughs> <laughs> Morbid Angel? Do you mean Death? Oh, shit. You're right. <laughs> I get them mixed up. Definitely. Uh, so they did um, Gore Obsessed. 
right? Uh, they were, um, you know. Well, you know. <laughs> Death is the band that Venom. They had a song called Death. God damn it. This is not landing. No, I don't know where you're going with Someone's this. Someone's going to get what I was trying to do, and it's not going to be. They're going to be like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, What's your favorite Death song? I don't know the songs. Like, my experience with Death is Blue burning me their discography. I'm like, oh, I was, still, I was still trying to riff. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Their cover of uh, Carry On My Wayward Son. (laughs) 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 Their cover of California Uber Alice. It was a guar. It was guar? Oh, that was actually a good cover, too. It's funny. Yeah, well, that's good. You can be good. Funny, the funny could be the best part. That, I was, hope. that was back when Odorous Arungus was still alive. Yeah. I think their guitar player was still alive, too. But they were on their way out. Uh, we didn't finish talking about dead people, either. Because Trevor Moore died, too. Yeah. That's a weird one. Yeah, like, I haven't like watched... like, 41. Yeah, I haven't watched The Whitest Kids You Know in probably 10 years. So it was kind of, like, out of my... Stratosphere. I, he's um he had like a talk show and like some like Comedy Central internet stuff. All right. Which like I I mean I I kept up with for the most part. Yeah, he had also had two really good specials on Comedy Central. Yeah, I've never. I, I but they were mostly have, like music videos and stuff. But I don't have like cable or anything, so I haven't been able to see any of that shit. But uh, yeah, I remember the whitest kids you know was just fucking hilarious. Yeah, we're 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 about the age of people that for people who. Remember the whitest kids you know at its peak. Yeah. <laughs> the one uh the tubby kid was doing the uh the sex line. Baked beans. <laughs> <laughs> I like the he's the stripper when we're at the and uh they were keep keep offering her different amounts of money to see what she'd do for it. Yeah. I wish I could remember the name of the strip club. <laughs> um he had like a, a, a jug of L- liquid LSD. I remember that. Uh, they were like in a park and he just had a big jug of liquid LSD. Uh, we also used to say that Trevor Moore looked like Edge. He definitely had an Edge thing going on. Yeah. I think I know him. <laughs> what a collection of shitty ass theme songs. <laughs> Yeah, Edge really likes his Alter Bridge theme song, and I think that's funny. Yeah. I'm like, you would. You would. He also considers himself a bit of a music snob, too, which is funny because... Yeah. Oh, that reminds me, before I forget, and you, anyone who'll steal this idea won't be listening this far into this episode, probably, because this is where the degenerates live, the 43-minute mark. Yeah. Um. So remember the... I thought of an idea... That I've been, wor- I haven't, I haven't been deterred from this idea because I think it's easy and we'll probably do it. You know how, like, like you know, um, gear review videos. Yes. And there's a lot of them. Yes. Why doesn't anyone do one like the fucking Tim Heidecker cooking show, where it's just bad? It's like intentionally bad. It's written. 
I mean, like the guy who does the uh, Spectre Studios ones. I mean, he did a he did a, a serious review on a condenser mic that he had facing the wrong direction. So yes, but like it, doing it intentionally as a joke. He did it intentionally. No. Yeah. So yeah. You're saying so yes. we, we do sh- dumb stuff. So yes, I'm thinking that a there's a limitless amount of gear between everyone that I know at this point. So like review horribly misuse it wear band t-shirts with no credibility accidentally have the sound go out halfway through (laughs) intentionally have the guitar out of tune yes yeah yeah. uh yeah that's a good idea i i i have some ideas yeah yeah so so pretty much I started this idea, I came up with standing by myself and like talking to, to Greg a little bit about it. And then I started talking to it with X Returning X Listener, and she had some pretty good ideas too. <laughs> I just had a really good idea. Yeah? So uh, play, you do a guitar review and you're just playing it a little bit, and then you look down and go, oh, I smudged it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah okay so yeah, yeah yeah so what i think we need to do is kind of like because it would probably be like sort of episodic oh like it would take two micro or two video cameras we could use fucking phones at this point like one probably good microphone and one really bad microphone so it sounds bad yes <laughs> Like this is probably like it probably the hardest thing would be to write the jokes and do them. Editing would probably be uh, a pain in the ass. Eh, I'll learn. <laughs> I I just think that I feel like this is an idea worth exploring. Yes. So instead of weird owling wrestling themes, we weird owl gear review. Both. <laughs> not instead. I'm not trying to take things <laughs> off of the plate. I'm trying to add things on. There's a there's a collection of people. We call it gear gobs. Oh, God, fucking Rachel thought of a name that was good. Actually, I say actually like I'm surprised, but you know what I mean. Like she, there was one, and she'll remember it. Oh, fuck, I'll text her right now. Text her right now. I'll text her right now. Until then, I'm calling it gear gobs, like George Oscar Blue. <laughs> <laughs> what was the? What do you mean? I can't review this guitar. <laughs> Your Job is very close to Batman. <laughs> well, they have very similar voices. I think Job's is a little bit more seductive. Well, Batman's a little bit more growly. <laughs> it's true. He's, um, what the fuck does he do voiceover commercials for? Reese's. It is Reese's. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> How quick did you... I'm shocked at how quickly you came up with that. There, the the only reason I know this is because those ads are on AEW. They were on whatever I was watching this weekend too, because I use real cable. All right, because of a house sit. Maybe sit maybe they're duration. on sports shit too then, because but they were definitely on <laughs> AEW shit. Oh God, she's not going to get back to me in time. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> JK. Wow. JK. Wow. <laughs> Look at the queen. Wow. 
Oh, she responded. Oh, <laughs> we're going to call the, the review show Gears, but it was G-E-E-R-Z. <laughs> Gears? Yeah. pretty good <laughs> it's just so bad it's just have so... you seen have you seen the gear reviews with the two guys yes i have <laughs> it's like some it's like the they're so boring it's like the captain and something else i forget the other guy's I, name well i would never pick the name up but they're like two british guys yes do something like that <laughs> <laughs> it was just so bad like it, they're so long yeah I wouldn't want to do long stuff like that. five minutes. Five minutes. Yeah. Yes, you, yes, yes, yes. We're we're on the same page about how this is how this would have to go, and like it's gonna get old fucking quick. Yeah, but if you make a following, you have to keep doing those episodes because you keep on making money off of it. You keep on growing, and then YouTube's like, "Hey, you're making a lot of money doing this, aren't you? Here's you could become part of our creators." shit and then you get in with all those fucking weirdos and then i just be like dude i just want to meet fucking brian zane and avgn get a beer with them <laughs> I, I don't want to meet brian zane avgn i feel like i feel like uh he'd probably be worth the beer yes brian zane seems like he's probably got a i don't know i can't tell actually he's uh i think he's he admitted he's like on the spectrum yeah you can see that. Um, but he's a good guy. I like him. I feel like if you got the AVGN guy drunk, he'd probably be pretty funny. Like he would like start yelling with you about stuff. He, I think, if you got him sober, he'd probably still be hilarious because he'd just be like a very yeah, vulgar. I just have a very short list of people who will yell with me when I'm drunk. <laughs> Depends on the setting. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, I enjoy yelling. Yeah, like even it doesn't have to be a lot. It can just be uh, load. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it wouldn't take much to get fucking James Rolfe to do some fucking oohs with us. <laughs> <laughs> I just need people who will get so drunk and just yell bad metal songs. <laughs> Oh man, Tim Murphy would have been your bro then. I've broed with Tim Murphy more than once. 18 wheels <laughs> bringing me down. <laughs> I wonder what he's up to right now. I, that's twice I've not said the Tourette's guy line, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, and when Dan hears this, he's probably going to text me the line. <laughs> What's Dan doing right now? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> probably checking off figures on his figure checklist wow yeah i wonder what his checklist is doing right now <laughs> stop asking that question <laughs> <laughs> all right quick draft we're drafting people who are wondering what they're doing right now <laughs> a, draft, a draft of obscure people who we wonder what who, they're doing who we right wonder now. what they're doing right now <laughs> Uh, you, you go first. Okay. Um, wow. So under the gun. So quick. Uh, John Lackey. I wonder what he's doing right now. It's a good one. John Lackey. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> uh, dead. 
I was going to say Captain Lou, but he's dead. <laughs> We're just looking at stuff around the room. <laughs> Peter Griffin. <laughs> what are he's doing right now? Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, dead. <laughs> I like how this is. Name a person. Is, uh. Fucked. Baseball player. Mike Greenwell. Mike Greenwell? Yeah. I wonder what he's doing right now. <laughs> we'll use my pick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so now it's my turn? Yeah. Okay. So I got. I got so a good second one. I, 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 I took. John Wacky. John Wacky. You took Mike Greenwell. So I'm going to go with uh, Colonel Robert Parker. I wonder what he's doing right now. Carlos Quintana. I wonder what he's doing oh, right now. <laughs> I, wonder what, I wonder what he's doing right now. Oh, so we're just going to stick with baseball. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump around a little Bronson bit. Bronson Arroyo. I wonder what he's doing right now. We should just cover the entire Bronson Arroyo album. Okay. It's just him and a fucking acoustic guitar, I think. And we should not cover it. It's terrible. The stuff that my dad would listen to in his truck. Bob Holly, I wonder what he's doing right now. I'll tell you what I'll tell you what he's doing. He beats everyone. I don't even remember what his fucking thing is. Give me the belt and I beat everyone. Okay. That's there you go. Crash Holly, I wonder what he's doing right now. Dead. Uh Dead. Mm, he died in like oh three. Yeah, I actually knew that. So you can't pick him. You have to, okay, has, I have to pick a live, live person. Yeah, that's that's the that's the challenge. Okay, okay. Let's see. Um, Lance Cade. I wonder what he's doing right now. Dead. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let me think here. Oh boy. Eesh. God, Paul Warndorf. I wonder what he's doing right now. God damn you. <laughs> you lose your turn. I get, I get two picks. Uh, Dale Torborg. I wonder what he's doing right now. That's a baseball player and a wrestler. Is there a baseball player named Dale Torborg? It's the same guy. I didn't know Demon Dale Torborg played baseball. Played baseball, and then he coached the White Sox. I think he has a World Series ring. Uh, the coach of the White Sox when they won the World Series. He wasn't the head coach. He was a, uh, a, a coach on the Red so- on the White Sox. Really? Yes. Did not know that. I think, was it 05 they won? 06? Some, somewhere in those years. Yeah, it was a weird one. Demon Del Torborg. Classic overachiever. <laughs> well, not in wrestling. <laughs> I mean, he main invented the middle of the card. You ever anyone else has ever done that? <laughs> I think in his contract, he had a TV main event and a pay-per-view main event. Yeah, that's why he, his special main event, they gave him Bruce Buffer like an hour into the pay-per-view. Yeah. <laughs> Was that Bash at the Beach 2000? Oh, I don't remember. I remember the circumstance much more than I remember the event. Yeah, I don't remember what show it was on, but oh boy. Oh, Terrible. God. But uh, you, you out of steam on this? I mean... There's no limit to what we can, who we can wonder what they're doing right now. I, you just obscure people you haven't mentioned in a long time. What about Bob Saget? I wonder what he's doing right now. There you go. Gene Hackman. I wonder what he's doing right now. I wonder what Sting, not Puff Daddy, is doing right now. 
Uh, I wonder what the Edge is doing right now. Not Edge WWE, the Edge YouTube. <laughs> um, he's probably Papa Noel. <laughs> Papa Noel. <laughs> Biddy. <laughs> Bono wants the biddy, doesn't he? Biddy. Hello, hello. <laughs> God. Like you two fucking sucks. You two fucking sucks. But then when you hear like their like eighties, nine, like early nineties shit, you're just kind of like, oh, these are like well crafted, really good songs with like, you know, that I just don't like. Yeah. And then they're just like, we suck. The, Guess what? We're on your phone forever. The the Red Hot Chili Peppers are in the same vein where like some of their early late eighties, early nineties stuff is like almost timeless in a way. And then they just get on that fucking dog shit pop rock bandwagon. I feel like you two and Red Hot Chili Peppers could sell up every like giant stadium in the world and just it just not a single good song would be played. That that's the uh <laughs> That's the, uh, those are the people you take out. There's a free, there's a free U2 show on the West Coast and a free Red Hot, a free U2 show on the East Coast and a free Red Hot Chili Peppers show on the West Coast. I don't know. Bombs away. Bombs away. I feel like there'd be some decent people in there. No, they're all cheapskates. There would be some, there would be some casualties. I don't know. I'm I'm not willing to to risk the collateral damage just to to destroy bands that I kind of just don't like. I don't. Well, I also think care. if we take out their fan base too, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, I'm sure I'm sure we do a good job with some of them. I'm, I'm I don't know. I'm not Obama enough to do this. Make sure your friends and family don't go. If you care about your family, you will not let them see you too. I don't know. It does seem like very Obama-ish, like bombing hospitals and shit, you know? I don't know. It's something I don't need to do. Barack Obama, what are he's doing right now? Fucking not bombing anybody anymore. That's good. That's why they called him bombing Barack. <laughs> they didn't call him that. Well, although you. although they, did, they did say when he fist bumped his wife, they did call it a terrorist fist bump. Uh, Barack Hussein Obama? <laughs> They're really, they're really laying to that Hussein. Brock Hussein? Yeah. Anything like that? Like the emphasis is on the... That syllable? <laughs> the Hussein. Uh, fucking dorks. With an X. <laughs> <laughs> WWE sucks dorks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna name the episode that. We're 58 minutes. WWE in, so. sucks dorks? Yeah, we never really had a... For for like an easy going episode, we didn't actually come up with anything that was a good. So that's good. It's gonna be that. WD sucks dorks. Yeah. Uh. Dorks Harwood. <laughs> uh. Um. Uh. Sammy Baby Guevara. Nation of Dorkination. <laughs> They're terrible. Yep, I was pretty bad. Um. Dorks, dorks. Um, Donnie Dorko. Okay, so we're getting outside of the squared circle at this point. Dork elevation. <laughs> the dork order. Dork order. I but like it's still spelled correctly, just like 
pretty cool, like the dork order. Join the dork order. Join the dork order. Let's do a, a quick draft of who the next leader of the dark order is. Okay. I go first this time. Okay. And Hulk Hogan, you can't do that. 